What's up, Badass Girl Gang? It's your girl, Sierra and Lana, back at it again for another episode on the podcast. And today, I want to say a huge belated happy birthday, although I did say happy birthday to her on her real birthday and send her some scarves. So a huge 29th birthday to Lana. She is one year away from 30, and she's ready to make the last year of her 20s like the best one. But today, we really wanted to talk about apparently like Lana why don't you go ahead and tell them what you learned about us in Canada at 29 who might not be married and have kids so I was watching the show um Miss Fisher's Murder Mystery on Netflix and basically it's a show I believe it's like in the 1930s in um like it's a British sitcom and it's fantastic everyone should watch it and they kept referring to her as a spinster and I'm like this lady is so fucking cool I want to be like her like Oh, she was just so cool. She like she didn't fit the norm of the stereotypical person you would think of in the '30s. And I was like, "Hey, wait, what's a spinster?" So I googled it, and I was like, "And basically, it's like a girl who um, is single after the perceived age of of marriage in her area." So I just like I was like, "Okay, well, that's like th- that standard is a little different nowadays." So I just did a quick Google search, and in Canada, the average age of marriage is 28 and now that i'm 29 i'm a spinster but on the other hand like i would argue saskatchewan's age of marriage is way lower and i've probably been a spinster for way longer but i'm a spinster and i'm really proud of it and i'm super excited about it yeah like you you know you and i are a couple years apart and we both are really similar but we also have different personal lives um i'm married and have a daughter and um, you are single and live in that life. So I feel like what I can attribute to this is that I got married when I was 23 and had my daughter when I was 24, which I feel like is still fairly young. Um, I wouldn't have it any other way, of course. Um, but sometimes I do look at people that are in, a, in the same period of life that I am um, and just imagine all the things that I would be able to get done without all the obstacles of thinking about you know a partner or you know a kid and just like you know the added expense of daycare i'm like oh why did i ever not take this plunge of starting my own business before i had kids because i would have been able to get them lots of shit done but then it still comes back to aligning with where you were at in your life like i think mentally i still wasn't ready to pull that trigger and and make a change so um i am i'm excited for where i'm at and i'm excited for where you are at So I guess my question to you is where do you think your life would be right now? Say that if you, you know, a couple years ago you got married, had kids and like, what, what do you think your dreams, how would they be different today? That's a great question and a tough one, but I honestly think about it all like all the time. Mm -hmm. And I just don't think (laughs) knowing my personality, knowing how I, I, it's a tough question, right? Cause like, I have like created a very independent lifestyle for myself over the last forever. Like I've never, I can do shit alone and I'm okay with that. And like, I enjoy spending time with myself. So I think like having a little more reliability on someone and like not being alone all the time would be pretty cool. But I don't know if like, if my, I think my twenties were set up the way they should have been like to find myself to be single, to just like, you know, like really, really, really learn about me because I, I'm a people watcher and I've watched people go in and out of relationships and change every time they date. And so it's like, 
they become a different person every time not knowing who their true self is. And I feel like I'm going like in my last year of twenties, like I know who I am. I know what I bring to the table. I know my worth. And like, you can't take that away from someone who's done that work. So like trying to say like, what would my life be if, if I were to have gotten married? Like I, of course you can envision, but you always envision the best of the best, right? You're like living in a nice house. We love each other so much. Um, we go to work, but then we travel a lot. Um, but <laughs> that's not reality. Like that's TV. That's not reality. It's like, no, you're going to get annoyed. You're going to like stay. But I'm really, really glad it played out the way it did. Although, I don't know. That's a tough question. That's a tough question. <laughs> no, I feel like I, I talked think- in circles. I know, because it sounds like you really are truly happy. Like, you don't feel like you're empty in any place. And I feel like all people, regardless of how happy they are in the situation they're in, they, they will still always wonder. That's inevitable. They'll still wonder what things were like. But um, I think because how you gave your answer just now really shows that you are really happy. Um, so I guess that's my next question, too, is have you always been content with what your situation was? Was there ever a time where it really weighed on you where um, you wanted things to be different? Um. Yeah, like moments. Like I wouldn't say it's like weeks, months, years. It was moments. There's moments when I'm out with friends and everyone's a couple and I'm like, it would be nice to have someone. And especially like, okay, any waitresses that listen to this, please hear me out. When I go for supper with my friends and they're all couples now, like I don't have any single friends. I must have, I have single friends, but when I go out, it's mostly with couples. And when you're paying and you're there, the people are asking for the bill, like the waitress comes for the bill and she's like, she'll look and they'll, these, they'll be like, Oh, we're together. Oh, we're together. Oh. And for some reason I'm always at the end of the fucking table. And I always have the waitress look at me. Like I'm supposed to say something different. Like, Oh yeah. Just put me on their bill. Like clearly I'm the only one sitting there. Who am I going to say I'm together with? But they <laughs> always stop and look at me and I'm like, can, can you do the math? Like, and I'm like, yeah, just me. Like every time. And I'm like, oh, this is... So those moments are annoying. Like going to weddings alone is annoying when you don't... Like, because I never get a plus one anymore because I'm single and apparently that's the new rule. Hmm. I disagree. I wouldn't bring anyone to your wedding, but like give me a plus one on principle, okay? That's, yeah. what I, that's basically what it comes down to. Like there are moments where I feel like I, I don't want to... Like I wish someone was there with me. But for the most part, like... I'm happy. Like I am genuinely happy and I'm genuinely always working on myself. I'm genuinely doing all these things, but yeah. So yeah, to answer that question in the most long way, I'm happy. And, uh, there are moments of, I wish I wasn't alone, but it's fine. Okay. Um, this is just a side note, but I totally think we need to like do, do a series on here. Like, Lana takes Tinder and we have like a Tinder story and everything. Oh my God. I would like, I would honestly hate that so much. Like the Facebook, fucking Facebook. I'm sorry. I'm swearing a lot today. Facebook now is introducing dating. Really? Yeah. And so I have been getting ads and on the top of my Facebook, oh, sure. Now it's not going to happen because let's see if I can pull it up. It's like, finish your profile. We'll match you with people. I'm like, no, I'm just going to judge people because of their like political views and not saying like I'm, but like if you're putting like people are idiots on Facebook, they put whatever they want. That's the last place I want to date. 
But maybe it's the best place, though, because then you know people's true colors. Anyway. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But, like, when I see other people on Tinder, I'm like, that looks awful. Like, that does not look like a good time to me. I honestly don't even get the concept of, t- of Tinder because I, it wasn't around when I was dating. What we used was Plenty of Fish, and I don't know if you remember that at all. Oh, like, there was, like... Puddles of Fish, because that's... Puddles. Like, basically yeah. the quality of person you'd find. Yeah, exactly, right? Um, although I will say, Alex and I reconnected through Plenty of Fish, and now we're married. So, like, there was something good that came out of it, but um, I did know him outside of there. So, it, it might have still happened, regardless. Um, but it seems like everybody was on it. But anyways, that's, that's crazy, that Facebook, you know, a platform we spend a lot... Actually, I'm spending less and less time I'm finding on Facebook and more hopping over to the gram, but uh, whatever. Um is just how much, but I guess on Instagram too, we have the people sliding in our DMs, just sending us unsolicited pictures of things we don't need to see. And it's just a really, it is a really different world than, um, you know, when, you know, maybe our parents or even just like probably like 10 years ago, 10 to 15 years ago, of what the dating landscape is like, which is really crazy. Um, my, one of my best friends, Kaylin, she is, was in a five-year relationship and she got out of it and she's, she's my age now. She's going to be 27. And she's like, wow, it is crazy how much like people have changed. Like it's most of the conversations and getting to know people are all done online. She's like, I've rarely gotten asked to like go out and have a conversation. People just want to text and call. Like it's crazy. Um, before it was like, Oh, let's go for supper. Let's, you know, she's like, I feel like I'm almost always asking them out. She's like, I'm going to check these people out in real life. See if they're creepy. Like, you know, you got to check them out. Um, she's like, it was just, it's just a lot different than what she remembered when she had gotten into her relationship when she was like 18, 19 years old. So, um, I thought that was, I, I just think about that. I'm like, if I wasn't married, like, Whoa, what would it be like me? Cause it's already hard enough. Like not even talking about finding relationships, but finding friends, when you are older and not going to school or college and like around a large amount of people, um, especially working from home. Uh, my friends are like the dog and the cat. Those are my coworkers when I'm working, you know? Um, so I'm not even talking about rom- about romantic relationships. It's just really hard to find, find people to be in your circle. Where do you think you find? So I know this year, this is a year that you really want to, you've mentioned before, really like, nurture those connections those people that are close to you because you felt in previous years that you've maybe been like pushing that away um for different reasons so how do you feel like that's coming along I mean I follow you along obviously on your on your uh your extravaganzas on your stories and stuff like that so I know you're living your best life but how do you feel like you're going down that path and and keeping that commitment um I've been saying yes a lot. Like if a friend texts me at 10 PM and is like, Hey, will you come do this and bring smokes or whatever? I, I don't smoke. She did. This is like a very specific. Okay. Story. <laughs> uh, and I was like, yeah, like I was already not wearing pants. Like I could have stayed home. Right. Like you see these memes all the time. Like I'll say yes, but like I actually want Netflix and chill. I'm like, no, I don't want to. Like I actually want to spend time with friends. And my friends have even said to me, like, you're the best because no matter what, you're just going to say yes. Like in the sense of like, you're ready to like, you're down to party. You're down to have a good time. Like go out and do all these things just because you'll say yes. Like you're the funnest person to go to because you're willing to do these things. And of course I have that freedom because I'm single, right? Like I don't have to find a babysitter. I don't have to find a husband sitter. Ha ha ha, funny. Mm. But like, you know, you don't have to do any of these things. 
Um, and so I can say yes. So it's actually been going really, really well. And I've spent more time with friends in these last two months than I have in the last two years. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. And then to jump back to the other point, like people, I always say like, I'm a firm believer. I'm going to meet the person I love or date or whatever, doing something I love. So like showing up at the gym. I love that. Showing up like in life, traveling the world, like this is where I'm going to meet my person. And I also think it's the same way for friends, like find people, like do the things you love and make friends in those areas. Cause that will draw you to that place. And then a side note, like Bumble, the other, like the, the newer version of Tinder that everyone uses mm-hmm. has like a friendship portion on there. Really? So you can like, yeah. So there you can go on Bumble and seek friends. <laughs> if I have to, okay, I just need to like disclaimer that to my husband in case he's like glancing by, he's like, what the hell are you doing on there? <laughs> I'm looking for friends. <laughs> yeah. He'd be like, what kind? <laughs> What's going on here? That yeah. makes sense though, because I was just listening to a Bumble commercial and it felt like, like it was a really good one. Like I can't remember. I think it's with Serena Williams in it. And it's just talking about like, um, take kind of taking your power on and all this kind of stuff. But I was like, I thought this was a dating app, but this seems like really empowering about like friendships and finding your tribe kind of thing. So, okay. So that makes sense that it has a different angle to it too. Yeah. A hundred percent. And it's like, yeah, yeah. It's cool. It's cool. It's different. It's a new way to meet people. There's also like ones for business. So same concept, but on business, but yeah. So you saw my side, you heard the spinster side. What about the marriage side? Like, is there anything you feel you are missing out on? like because you got married young? Yeah, that's a really good question. I feel like um, I have a small circle of friends and most of them are in the same part of life as I am, which is helpful because when you have people that are in different aspects of your life um, or in different aspects of their life that don't match yours, you can feel that sense of being left out. Um, But I kind of look at it to my sister. So my sister is two years younger than I am. So she's going to be 25 this year, but I was already married and had a kid. And I'm not saying that should be her goal. Absolutely not. I mean, she's still going through school and getting all that put together. Um, but it's just crazy how lives can be so different. So I look at her and I'm, I do sometimes get jealous about the amount of freedom she has. Um, my sister is completely opposite of me. She's super outgoing, has tons of friends, always has something to do. Um, and I think that's great, but when she, I'm not jealous of that aspect because when she's always going to places, it exhausts me, but, um, I do feel, um, kind of jealous of, of really just the freedom being able to, you know, manage your schedule, how you want to do it. Um, my daughter's getting into this really bad bossy stage. That's really starting to tick me off, like sit down, come here and ordering me around. And like, I just, I hate that. So, um, having a little person bossy around sometimes really sucks. And, um, as for getting married younger, I don't feel like I'm missing out on anything because obviously I, I still care about my husband. I love him. Um, sometimes because we got married and we got together so young, I think there's definitely lots of obstacles you have to work through because at 18 years old, we were definitely not grown ups, even though we technically were an adult. 
Um, so we had to grow together as well as grow as individuals. And that caused a lot of ups and downs. Um, it's not things that can't be worked through, but those were some things that you have to be prepared for if you make the choice to stay in a relationship, especially, you know, you talk like we were out of high school, but you see these people that were high school sweethearts and are still together. Sometimes I wonder if they think about what they were missing. Um, sometimes people will be like, Oh, is that the only partner they ever had? And it's like, I don't really think about it that way. Um, but sometimes it's just, you just know those people in your youth and then that's how you met and you fell in love. But it's like, does that enough to carry you through the rest of the, oh gosh, like 60, 70, 80 years of your life that you still have to live? And that's what I think about too, is when things are going wrong because marriage is never going to be butterflies and rainbows all the time. I'll tell you that right now. And if people make you think that, they definitely are the ones with the most problems. <laughs> um, so I think it's just um, working, you know, growing together and growing separately. And I'm thankful that a lot of the time spouses aren't um, really, if they don't understand something, they don't, they don't feel comfortable allowing the other to do it. So for me, it was, I'm really thankful that um, my husband saw my drive and in, in what I wanted to do with my business. And he's never once told me like, Mm, I think it's time to pack it in or it's not working, especially like, you know, when there was six months of me not having any work to do, but I was still working it. And he was like, no, like, I feel like this is your path. I feel like this is where you need to be. And then in lots of the other groups, I see, you know, parents and spouses not um, believing in them. And that's really hard because it's already hard enough to believe in yourself. But when you have somebody else shooting you down, that's really tough. So back to your question about, do I ever get jealous? I think just the most thing I get jealous about is just the, the lack of freedom and how much I took that for granted before. Yeah. I think that's major. And like you are to your sister, what I am to my sister, if that makes sense. My sister married her high school sweetheart and they're still married today. They think they've been together for like 20 some odd years and then oh, married. Wow. Like, yeah, like they met in grade 10 and they've been together ever since. That's crazy. And, uh, and so when she sees me, she says the same thing. Like, you can do whatever you want. You can travel. I'm like, but it's like the grass is always greener. And like, of course the grass is always greener, but it like, you don't have, like when you're single, you don't have that partner to lean on to like have that extra support. It's like, no matter what I'm doing, it's coming from me. So it's like, Mm -hmm. if I make rent or not this month, I'm making rent. Don't worry. Uh, (laughs) it's, It's on me. Like there's no, there's no help. There's no nothing but it's like, I wouldn't choose opposite. So it's funny because you're like, it's so true. The grass is just always greener. We assume things are going to be better. And if you go into it, just like, I'm a firm believer. If you go into things without expectations, that's when the best things happen. Mm-hmm. Like yesterday, I had no plans for my birthday. Honestly, I had none. And it turned out to be the best day ever. Like I went for donuts and coffee with one friend. Then my one friend texted me and asked me to come train. So I went and trained. Then another friend said, hey, what are you doing? And I said, nothing. He's like, hey, we're going for pizza. And then he texted like a, another group of friends. So it kind of just like, there was no expectations, but it was the best day. And I think that if we all live our life like that, like no expectations of getting married and putting this pressure on yourself or getting married or, you know, doing all these things. It's like, you can just live your best life and things are going to come your way and you're going to feel that it's right for you. Yeah. I, I think that's so important because I am a really big planner by DNA. That's what I am. Um, but I think with planning comes expectations. And when those plans don't work out, it can really affect you. Um, and I know for my friend Kaylin, that really, um, was something that hit her really hard is, um, 
she had all these plans for her life. And when they weren't happening, oh my goodness, it just sent her into a tailspin. Um, and that really sucks. And even for me, like if I've planned certain things, like, oh my goodness, my life is not where I ever thought it would be. I actually looked back at the letter I wrote myself in grade 12 that got mailed to me a year later where I was thinking it said like, oh, maybe I'll have kids and a husband, which I do, but it's like, I'm going to go to hair school or I'm for sure going to university. And it's just like, those things didn't work. And I think I always wanted to be an entrepreneur, but at that point in time, there's no way in hell I was ever going to be that. So, um, I think that's really cool. Um, to, to say like, you know, being flexible and not having expectations in life and in your day to day. Um, it's okay to have like a guideline. Like you always want to have like your kind of where you want to go, but be flexible on that path and don't feel like you need to take what the path is that everybody before us, because I feel like before our generation, everything was pretty like standard. Like you went to school you went to university or you went to a trade, you got your job, then you got married, then you had kids. Like that was what you did. And I feel like more and more now it's not that way. Like you're not following those traditional paths. And, and I like it. Yeah. And to jump onto that, like there's so many, so much expectation just like already put on us. It's like, okay, you graduate school. Okay. And then this is like questions you get from everyone, right? Graduate high school. Well, where are you going to university? What are you going to take? What are you going to do? What do you want to be when you grow up? And that's a big ask for an 18 year old who hasn't experienced anything outside of their parents realm, right? Their parents rules, their parents house, their parents roof. That's a big ask to ask an 18 year old. And I'm always surprised when people are like, I'm going into business and stay in business and are still doing like, it blows my mind that people like have figured it out at 18 to the extent where like, they already know, you know, but anyway, so then from there, it's like, okay, now you're in university. Cause that's what you're supposed to do. And then it's, well, when are you going to get married? When are you going to start dating people? And then it's as soon as you're married, when are you going to have kids? Then you have another kid. Well, when are you going to have a second kid? So you have a second kid. Well, when are you going to have a third? Then you have a third. And then, um, they're like, well, th- that's enough now. Like, don't have more than that. Now you got to start saving. Now you start got to start doing this. And it's like, well, what if I wanted a fourth child? What if I didn't want any children? Like, there's so many expectations that are already put on us. It's up to you, though, to weed it out and figure out what is actually your own expectation for yourself. Like, what do you want to live up to? What standard are you wanting to create in your life? Rather than like, there's all this expectation on me to be successful, do all these great things, have the house, have the career, have the money, have the husband or the wife and have the kids. Um, but maybe that's not the life you want. Like maybe you, your standard of like high quality living is like traveling the world, driving around in a van with your dog, you know, like, so you have to really figure out like, right. Like that that would be the best. So you have to really figure out like, what is your own expectation of yourself, create that standard and live up to that standard for yourself and years down the road, people will admire that, that you followed your own path and journey, but they won't admire it until you like stuck with your guns and you've proven success in it. That's what I've learned. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about asking, you're obviously a life coach. So, um, I'm wondering if you deal with this with your clients about people coming in and having this, that, okay. So say that you're like, okay, what are your goals? And it's, it's probably very clear to you that those maybe are not their goals. Those are the goals that were imposed by other people. So how do you, I think a lot of people deal with that. So I think it would be good. Maybe if you had some advice to touch on, cause I, I could even learn from this a bit, um, how to remove those, um, goals that are other people's and start honing in on what actually are your goals. So it's important to like figure out again, like bringing it back to yourself and setting that expectation and that standard for yourself. 
asking yourself, the biggest thing is asking yourself, what do I really want? And then your brain, you will come up with an idea. You'll come up with this solution and then ask yourself again, is this what I want? Like keep asking yourself, like, why is this important to me? What's this going to do for me? And, and grow from there. And then you pivot. Like, it's about trial and error. So that's like the, the hardest part to learn is like, fail quick, fail fast and move forward. So try it, try everything that comes to mind. And you'll know when it's your own idea and your own expectation and your own standard. But like, if you really don't want to go to university, if you really want to start a business, or if you really want to work for something, keep working towards that. Like, it's all about the action. And I know that doesn't really answer the question because it's, it's so different for everyone, but it's all about asking yourself the important questions. And that's why a coach is handy because they will ask the questions for you. Um, but keep asking yourself why and why is it important? What's your purpose? How is this going to benefit you? How, how are you going to grow from this? And keep moving forward. Don't stay stuck. If, even if you've been working a job for 20 years, like you don't have to stay there. Nope can move you can like there's so many options and available to us now but you have to ask yourself the tough questions and i like to base it off of my happiness because if i'm not if i'm not happy doing something like i'm not going to do a good job i'm going to resent it my whole all the rest of my life is going to be affected by it so like will it make you happy will going to university make you happy if you don't know try and if it's not for you you don't have to stay so yep. ask yourself the tough questions. <laughs> yeah. And I think like sitting there and like journaling about it and just like asking those questions. And I'm sure there's lots of things online that you can ask yourself. And um, I think it's easy to get overwhelmed when we start talking about those big picture things, which why I said like, you know, I think a coach is good to bring some clarity because they really break that down in chunks. Um, even in my business as like a business manager and a VA, um, I do that for my clients, not necessarily about their lives and their goals, but their business lives and goals. So helping them break down those aspects and, um, it doesn't have to be as crazy and big as, as you make it just like one step at a time, but making sure the things you want in life are aligning with what you actually want and not what you think society thinks that you should want or your parents or whatever, just really like, you know, plugging those ears and, trying to, you know, pioneer your path. I think that's important. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Like it's, it's going to be trial and error because when you first leave your house, you really like, it's not that you're not respecting what your parents say or what your friends say, but the truth is like, we do better when we make the decision for ourselves. When we have to, this is like, this is the biggest part of coaching why coaching asks you questions instead of telling you what to do, which is a mentoring thing. Now you're getting schooled. <laughs> uh, so coaching is asking questions and I will never tell you what to do. I'll rephrase what you say. I will um, clarify what you say, but I'll never say, Oh, you should do this, which is another, a different idea than you're giving me. Because if I give you, tell you to do something, you're not going to follow through because you don't really care about it. But if you come up with the idea, there's buy-in and that's something that you really want. So we'll move towards that. But as soon as that doesn't start to feel good, then we slowly make pivots to really pave the path because nothing is linear. You're going to jump all over the place, but you have to jump. Like you have to move for anything to happen and to, to be able to create everything. There has to be some sort of momentum either way. So rather it be up or down, side to side, like it's not going to be linear, but you have to keep moving 
and eventually we'll get you to the right spot. So I think just recapping is important. Like we said, Lana's is technically a spinster where we live. Um, I got married and had kids young. It really doesn't matter what order you do things in as long as you're following, you know, your compass and what you feel like you want to do. Um, and just keeping that in the back of your mind and just literally tuning everybody else's bullshit out about their opinions on you because they don't have to live your life. You do. And they ain't going to pay your bills, girl. They ain't going to pay your bills. No, no, no one's opinion is going to pay your bills. So you have to do it for you. Go Mm -hmm. all in girl. Mm -hmm. Are we, are we done? Do I say it? I think we're good. We're good? Okay, Badass Girl Gang, we out. Boom.